Hi there. Welcome to this podcast wherein we will discuss different types of questions asked on basic definitions of center of mass, linear momentum and Newton's second law for a system of particles. And we will be covering the questions asked in different exams from BITSAT to J mains to IIT advanced. So let's get started. Okay, beginning with position or location of center of mass of a system, there are essentially four types of questions asked. In one type, you might be asked to find the center of mass of a given system of point masses or particles. And you can simply use xcom equals to summation mixi divided by total mass and ycom equals to summation miyi divided by total mass and so on. Now in the second type, you might be given a group of rigid bodies, say one or more uniform rods or one or more circular disks of small thickness or say one or more cuboids or say solid spheres of uniform mass distributions with positions and dimensions of each specified. And you might be asked to find the center of mass of such a system comprising of many simple rigid bodies. And by simple we mean rigid bodies for which we know their, the location of their centers of masses. So here xcom equals to summation of mixi divided by total mass will translate to summation of mass of the ith rigid body times the x position of its center of mass divided by the total mass of all the rigid bodies making up the system. Now if you wonder how we evolved the formula or expression for the center of mass of the system, trust me it's quite straightforward. Just try it yourself and you will be able to figure it out. Okay, moving on. The third type of question on center of mass involves continuous mass distribution for which density is given as a function of one or more of the coordinates. Now typically in such questions where density of the continuous mass distribution varies with the coordinates, the examiners try and make it simple by making the problem one dimensional. And as mentioned in the related podcast on concepts, note that you will use rcom equals to integral of r dm divided by total mass or for a one dimensional problem you will use xcom equals to integral of x dm divided by total mass. Okay, now in the fourth type of question on position or location of center of mass, you might be given a two or three dimensional continuous mass distribution of uniform density. For example, find the center of mass of a uniform plate having semicircular inner and outer boundaries of radii R1 and R2. Chapter 9, question 11 of exercise questions of SC Verma. In such questions, trick is to identify the appropriate differential element of mass in this continuous distribution and use the convenient coordinate system. For example, in this problem with semicircular boundaries, assuming that the thickness of the plate is uniform, we will choose an area element and use polar coordinates r and theta as the four boundaries can be independently defined by either r or theta. So the area element will be r dr d theta. Now to find y com 
or XCOM, we can simply use integral of y dm or x dm divided by total mass. Note that you can also find r com and theta com using integral of r dm or theta dm divided by total mass. Hope it made sense, but if you have any follow-up questions, connect with us through our Pulse platform for live support. Moving on, now let's talk about different questions on linear momentum of a particle or system of particles. So the two types of questions we see are on linear momentum of a particle, wherein in the first type you are asked about the relative momentum of a moving particle with respect to a frame of reference that is moving at some constant velocity. Well, don't get surprised by the phrase relative momentum. It is simply mass of the particle times the relative velocity. Now in the second type, one might be asked about the change in momentum of a particle whose initial and final velocities are either explicitly given or implied. Now before we talk about the questions on second law, recall that the kinetic energy and momentum of a particle are simply related by kinetic energy equals to p squared by 2m. This comes in handy once in a while. Okay, so moving on to Newton's second law, for a particle f equals to dp by dt and for system of particles f net external equals to rate of change of momentum of the system that is p system. So for the Newton's second law there are essentially four types of questions. So starting with the first one, which is the direct application of vector equation f equals to dp by dt. Once again, vector equation f equals to dp by dt for a particle. Here, you might be given the momentum vector and expected to find the force vector or vice versa. And you might also be asked to establish the angle between the two vectors. In the second type, you might be given force acting on a particle as a function of time. and you might be asked to establish change in momentum of the particle over some given period of time. Here you simply rewrite f equals to dp by dt as f times dt equals to dp and integrate to find the net change in momentum over the given time period of interest. Now in the third and fourth type of questions involving either a single particle or a system of particles, you might be given that the net external force on the particle or system of particles is zero, implying that the momentum of the particle or system of particles remains constant. And you might be asked to use this fact to establish the asked unknown in the question. Hope it provided you an overview of the questions asked on basics of center of mass, linear momentum and Newton's second law for a system of particles. And if you want to practice questions, visit the hub or the pulse section.